0: Welcome back to Wildflower Women. My name is Megan Prince Will, and I hope that you had an amazing Thanksgiving. Um, if you're listening to this in the middle of the summer, sorry, I'm recording this the week after Thanksgiving. So, Thanksgiving was last week. I did not do an episode um, on Wednesday of last week just because I was not in town and just kind of took the week off to be with family. But hopefully you had an amazing Thanksgiving and getting ready for a beautiful Christmas season. Um, I'm super excited to be talking to you right now in this moment, wherever you are. Uh, you saw the topic uh, or the title of this episode, The Gray Areas, and I'm really excited about this because it's just an interesting topic to me. I I wasn't really this was not something that I had written down in my list of possible topics to go through. Uh, this just happened uh, last week in my car on my drive home from work. Um, and it just, it was one of those moments where I was fighting something in my own self, just a mental fight for myself, just going through things and and having a conversation with God and then realizing he just kind of spoke to me and just spoke some peace to me um regarding what I was what I was praying about and this topic just kind of just kind of came together so we're talking about the gray areas um and if you grew up in church like me then you probably grew up especially if you grew up in a charismatic church um, or in church in general in the late 80s, early 90s, there was a lot of talk about what you could and could not do. Um, there was a lot of a lot of sermons to youth groups and to Sunday school classes about dancing and drinking and um, music that you listened to and tattoos and TV shows and all of those type of things. And... There was never really a clear. This is something you can or cannot do, uh, at least on my end. I I kind of always looked at these like. If I did them, I was definitely going to go to hell because that's what they told me. But in reading the Bible and trying to find what God really says about it, these I have ten things or ten uh, topics that. Really, kind of fall into the gray areas, is what I'm calling them. Uh, we have a lot of black and white in the Bible. There's a lot of things that are black and white. Obviously, the Ten Commandments thou shalt not murder, steal, um, you know, uh, what are, what are, I lost, I went blank on the Ten Commandments. What are, bear false witness, lie. Okay, there we go. <laughs> there is, thou shalt not lie. All of those things that are very clear cut, black and white. Don't do these. Um, But there's a lot of things in our modern world that the Bible doesn't talk about specifically. A lot of things that it's just, you know, some people say, you know, some denominations say you can't do this. Other denominations say, yeah, go for it. Um, some people say, no, this is wrong because of this scripture. And then other people look at that same scripture and say, no, that this, this is what this meant. This is what this meant. It didn't mean this. It didn't mean this. You can do this. You can't do this. And so there's just all those gray areas. And, uh, the other day when this, when God just spoke to me about these gray areas, I was dealing with something, one of those, was I, should I have done that? Should I have done that? Or was that something I was not supposed to do? and i was battling in myself just feeling so condemned because i didn't know if i was supposed to have done something or if i shouldn't have done it or if i needed to do it a different way or and i was going back and forth and i i know i've probably mentioned this before i'm i'm i fight so hard on mental things for myself and always feeling like i'm going to mess up and that's just something that i I'm, I'm having to continuously Allow God to heal those places where I was just taught wrong. Um, I was given an incorrect view of how God is, and so there was. There's so many moments in my life where I just I feel like, oh my gosh, I just messed up so bad. Uh, but and that was not necessarily this instance wasn't something that was like extremely bad. It was just, oh, should I have done that or should I have not done that? And so I was going back and forth with myself and. And I was just so upset and just so mentally just consumed by this. And then all of a sudden, I just felt the Holy Spirit say, why are you worried? What is it that you're actually worried about in this moment? And my answer was that I was so I was scared of the consequences of if I did it, if what I did was not the way I was supposed to have done it, it what were the consequences going to be? Were there going to be dramatic consequences or was I, w- I was scared of the consequences. I was scared to be in trouble. I, I think I've mentioned it before. I do not like to get in trouble. I like to do the right thing. Not I like to be right. Even if I'm wrong, like I just don't want to be wrong. I want to do the right thing every time all the time because i don't like to get in trouble and so i realized that in that moment my fear was not necessarily what or my my struggle wasn't necessarily whether it was right or wrong it was whether or not i was going to be in trouble and god just spoke peace to my heart in that moment and he was like that's not that you're you're getting so worked up and worried about something that is not, that's not the point here. And I, I just had to repent and just ask God to help me like that my, that the things that I do would be for him and for his glory and not in an effort to not get in trouble that that should not be my goal. My goal my goal should not be to not do something to get in trouble, but my goal should be to bring God glory. And so as I went through those thoughts, I started thinking about the things that just there's no clear-cut answer on is this right or is this wrong. And God just kind of showed me that in those moments for me. Now I'm not saying this is absolute this is just what the Holy Spirit spoke to me and gave me peace on regarding this. But for those moments, for those gray areas, that there's not a clear-cut, black-and-white scripture that says, Thou shalt not, or thou shalt. It is just a gray area. We don't know the Bible does say um, there's a verse that says to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And that is one of those verses that you just kind of have to look at like what, what is right for me? Um, A lot of people, I feel like abuse that because they say, you know, what's right for me. Uh, I can do this. This is okay for me. This is not, even if it's okay for you, it's okay for me. It's fine. It's no big deal. But uh, there is a verse, and I know I've talked about it before, and I think I've talked about it actually several times. I feel like it kind of all, it's one of my favorite verses, um, but it kind of always comes into play. And it's 1 Corinthians ten thirty one, and this is what the Holy Spirit spoke to me in, on the ride home when I was thinking about the gray areas. And it, 1 Corinthians ten thirty one says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And that was what the Holy Spirit spoke to me about those gray areas and so I want to break down go through a couple of, or ten of these gray areas and I've pulled out some of the scriptures that people use to say this is right or this is wrong and then um, I want to talk about doing all to the glory of God so the first one the first gray area is alcohol this is one of those things that you have um, you have some denominations that are absolutely 100% against it. And then you have other denominations that, um, it is part of their culture. Um, and you have people that say it's okay. They ha- you have people that say, no, there's no big deal. It's fine. You can have a glass, blah, 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 blah. You can have all of the, you, you can have it. And then other people that are absolutely against it. I personally, my, um, the people that know me with, would say I'm, I'm one of those people that I'm, I'm absolutely against it. It is just who I am. I just don't like it for myself. I, I don't, I don't see any reason why I should consume alcohol. And I've actually said in the past, that I don't want to be, I don't want to get to a point where the things that I feel, um, passionate about or, or very strongly about that I, lower that or give in just to be someone else or just to be like someone else. But this is one of those gray areas. It's one of those things that you have to, you have to figure out, um, for yourself because the Bible isn't clear. The Bible does say that, um, that, uh, wine is a mocker in Proverbs, uh, in Proverbs 23, it says that it brings wounds without cause. Uh, so the, just, alcohol or wine, it causes wounds that are unnecessary. Um, in Ephesians and 1 Timothy and in Titus, it talks about drunkenness and giving too much wine and being a slave to the, to the drink. Um, the Bible does say clearly not to, uh, not to get drunk, um, but it doesn't necessarily say anything about whether or not you can drink alcohol if you're not getting drunk. So it's one of those gray areas. Um, Another gray area is tobacco. Um, This one is still, it's not clear, but a verse, if if you're wanting a verse for that, 1 Corinthians 6 talks about your body being a temple. It is absolutely not um, a question of whether or not tobacco is damaging to your body. It's very clear. The evidence is uh, is ample evidence about tobacco being destructive. Um, so your body is a temple, but it's still a gray area. There was there's no thou shalt not smoke, thou shalt not vape. There's none of that in the Bible. So it's hard to say whether or not is it it it's absolute or it's okay. Uh, gambling, gambling is another one of those things. I grew up hearing that gambling was the devil that anybody that went to the casinos, I grew up on the coast of Mississippi. Uh, we had the casinos. I remember hearing the church preach hard against the casinos. Like it was just the pits of hell just rolled into our beachfront. Like it was it was awful. Uh, but there's not really a clear thou shalt not gamble. Um, Proverbs 13 says that wealth gained hastily will dwindle. Um, and then in, uh, first Timothy, it talks about the love of money being the root of all evil, but there's not anything clear. It's a gray area. Uh, clothing is another thing, another gray area. Can I wear this? Can I wear that? Um, how should I dress? You know, should I wear this shirt? Should, should I wear, um, these pants? Should I, you know, what all of the different things that, you know, cause should I wear a bikini to the, to the beach? Um, Do I have to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I go swimming? All of those things about clothing, but there's no clear cut black and white. Um, In Deuteronomy, it says that men should not wear women's clothing and women should not wear men's clothing. That that's an abomination. But back in the day when they wrote that, men and women's clothing were completely different. I mean, if we if men dressed like men, if men today dressed like men of the Bible, they would look like they were wearing women's clothing because they wore, you know looks like big moo I mean, that's what it just looked like. So it was, it's hard to say, is it, you know, there's, there's nothing clear about that. Um, in 1 Timothy chapter 2, it says that women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel and uh, adorn themselves with modesty. But there's still no clear, can I wear a bikini to the beach? That's a gray area. It's not black and white. Another gray area um, is music. Can I listen to secular music? Can, is it okay if I listen to uh, love songs? Is it, is it okay if I listen to the 90s music, the you know oldies? Is it okay if I listen to this? Is it okay if I listen to that? Uh, but there's no clear cut, thou shalt not listen to secular music. Um, but in Ecclesiastes 7, verse 5, it says, it is better to hear the rebuke of the wise than the song of fools. So there's something. But it's still not black and white it's still a gray area um, another gray area is material possessions can I buy this car is it okay for me to have a range rover is it okay for me to buy this house on the lake is it okay for me to um, take this extravagant trip to Greece is it okay is it okay for me to do this is it okay for me to buy that two hundred dollar bag is it okay for me to buy you know fifty dollar eyeshadow. Is it okay? There's not a clear-cut answer on that. Um, Back to the love of money being the root of all evil, um, and then in the New Testament, you know, store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, not your treasures on earth, but there's still no clear-cut. It's a gray area. Uh, Another big gray area in in the church world, uh, tattoos and piercings. This has been it, it seems like in more modern times, pastors—that's like almost like a, a rite of passage for youth pastors and worship leaders—you have to get a tattoo, you have to get a, a cross, or, or you have to get something, um, piercings, earring goes from like just earrings all the way to nose rings and and um, weird lip piercings and all of the different piercings that someone could get. Is it wrong uh, the verses that people use against this in deuteronomy the the law the law in Deuteronomy it said that you shouldn't make cuts on your body for the dead and markings shouldn't make markings on your body um, the earring signified a slave, so I think that's probably where all of those the sermons against those things they came from those verses, but it's not clear cut um, the there were a lot of different reasons for people getting for marking their body, um, ritualistic um, type things that people did when they marked their bodies. It, it was completely different, uh, a, a different world. Um, and they put earrings in the slaves so that they knew you're a slave. You're not um, you're not a family, or you know you're not a free person. You're a slave. Uh, and then people use the, the verse again about your body being a temple. But it's just not black and white. It's a gray area. Uh, TVs and movies. Can I watch this show? Is it okay to have a TV in my house? Is it okay to go to the movies? Is it, these are all things that I grew up back and forth hearing on. This is right or this is not right. Okay, now it is okay. No, no it's not okay. Um, and, but in Psalm 101, it says not to set anything uh Worthless before your eyes, um, and then in Philippians four verse eight it says, uh, "Whatever you think about, you know, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, um, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, to think on these things." That is that's one of those things. Don't set anything worthless before your eyes, but it's still not clear cut. If if it's not worthless. Um, I, don't, I don't know about you, but for me, I, I like to come home and watch uh, the Food Network. The Food Network is so relaxing to me. And in that moment when, it's, when I'm just decompressing and getting rid of all of the thoughts of the day, it's not really worthless. It's, it's actually kind of beneficial. So is it, is it right? Is it wrong? Or is it a gray area? Uh, dancing dancing is another one of those things. I remember i I never went to a school dance. Um, I kind of grew up in a in a place where that was wrong. It was absolutely no no way out of that. You could not go to a dance and i I, I was kind of sad because I really enjoyed dancing and I really enjoyed having fun uh, but in the Bible almost every reference to dancing is equated with joy and with celebration um and dancing uh because of what god had done um there is the verse or the the story of king herod um when uh the daughter came in and danced for the king and and he said you did you did such an amazing job that you uh, anything that you want i'll give it to you And so she went back to her mom and her mom said, I want the head of, I want the head of, uh, of John the Baptist. And I know that that's a verse that they use because they talk about it, that the dance was demonic, that it was seductive and it, it, it caused death. Uh, but there's so many more verses in the Bible that talk about dancing being something that is just because, because life is good. Um, so it's a gray area. And then uh the last gray area that I want to talk about or just want to reference here is birth control. That's one of those weird kind of personal things like some people feel like you shouldn't use birth control because it's like blocking the possibility of life and then other people feel like you shouldn't not use birth control because if you're not responsible enough or ready to bring a child into the world, then you don't need to do that. Um, and then there's verses, you know, that the Bible, I mean, God says that God told them in Genesis to be fruitful and multiply. And in, in Psalms, it talks about the fruit of the womb and that children are a heritage, their arrows um, in the quiver. And, you know, talk talks about all of those things about uh, the fruit that comes and how, some, how children are such a blessing, but it's a gray area. So in all of these gray areas, I'm not, I can't tell you that you can't do any of these things because they're gray. There's not black and white. But what I felt like the Holy Spirit spoke to me the other day when I was driving was that for those gray areas in life, for those areas that you just don't know, is this okay? Is this something I can do? Is this something I can't do? Is this, is this right? Is this wrong? Is this going to come with consequences? Am I going to get in trouble for this, if you're me? Am I, am, am I going to get in really bad trouble for this? Is God going to not love me anymore if I do this? For those gray areas, 1 Corinthians 10.31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. So if you're going through life, and if you're you're wondering, you're questioning, you're 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 seeing people do something, you're seeing church people um, do something that you've always thought was wrong, or maybe you have always done something a certain way, and now you're in a new place with new people, and they say, well, that you're not supposed to do that, but there you just haven't, you just don't know because it's such, it's just not black and white. You just don't know. There's a simple fix for that. If you, in doing it, if you can't do it for the glory of God, then it's worthless. It's not, it's not, um, it's not necessary. Because that is the whole point of our lives. And I, 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 want, I want this to be the, the thought that carries you through the day not that you are insignificant but that your life your life without God it it can't be it can't be anything anything outside of God is is pointless but when you are living in God and you are serving God and you're trusting God and you're doing everything that you do for the glory of God your your the significance of your life is just it 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 goes beyond your imagination you you can't do anything in your own power and be as significant as as you are when you're just living f- to bring god glory and so in all that you do whether you eat or drink or whatever you do do it all for the glory of god do it for the glory of god step back at your in your life and look and say okay you know what if i if i'm doing this can I bring God glory in this? Is there a way? Am I am I going to, in doing this? If I do this, is it going to open a door for me to share the love of God with somebody? If it if it's not going to hinder me sharing the love of God with somebody, or if it is going to create a conversation where I can share the love of God with somebody, it's a gray area. So I'm going to ask God, God, if you if this is something that is is not what you want for me, then. Tell me, God is not going to let you walk around living blind. Um, the Bible says that if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask, and God will give it freely. So if, there's, if you're looking at those gray areas and you're wanting to know, okay, is this, is this right or wrong? First of all, step back and look at it and say, can I bring God glory through it? And if you can bring God glory through it, then Okay, God, I can see the way that this can bring you glory. So is this the is this the road that you want me to take? Is this the path that you want? Is this the way that you want me to live? But if you look back and you step back and you look at it and you say, God, can I bring you glory in this? And it is clearly evident that you cannot bring God glory, then that's probably your answer on that. That's your that's your deciding black and white. Um, and let that be a guide. But the the point of it is, if you're living your life to bring God glory, all of the things that you think that are going to bring satisfaction and fulfillment um, that are gray areas, if you let them go and you decide, you know what, it might not be wrong, but it's not going to bring God glory. I can't bring God glory through it. I can't figure out how I can bring him glory through it. So even if it's not necessarily wrong, I'm just going to focus on how I can bring God glory. And in doing those things that are just going to point others to Him, all the fulfillment and all the satisfaction that you thought you were going to get from those gray areas, you'll receive way more than that, just living in the presence of God and just doing everything you do for His glory. So that's what I wanted to say tonight. I, want, I just wanted to encourage you that if you're looking at gray areas and you're trying to figure out, can I do this or am I wrong for this, just step back and look at it. And if you can bring God glory, then seek him further in it. But if you clearly cannot bring God glory, if God is not going to be glorified in it, then maybe it's one of those things that you can lay down. And this is not supposed to be a, hey, don't do this. I, uh, Megan said this is bad. Megan said this is wrong. Or Megan said this is right. I'm not saying anything, any of these gray areas are right or wrong. All I'm saying is, at the end of the day, the most important thing is to bring God glory. Because in bringing God glory, the Bible says that if we lift him up, he would draw all men unto him. And that is the goal. At the end of the day and at the end of our lives, our goal is to bring more people to him to show more people the way to show people the love of God so that they see his love in us and they find the truth and that is the goal that is the purpose that is the storing up for yourselves treasures in heaven that is seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and allowing those other things to be added as he sees fit that is bringing that is bringing him glory that is living that is what true living is about so Thank you. I hope that made sense. Um, I, hope it was, uh, I hope it gave you something to, to move forward on. And um, I pray that you are blessed and encouraged. And have a wonderful day, night, morning, afternoon, wherever you are. God bless you. And if no one has told you today, you are loved.